Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 44 of It's All Fine and Dangy. 44. I know. We're getting close to number 50. Well, we had a great weekend. We did. It was action-packed. Yeah, we had um, enjoyed the 35th annual Fox Family Tree Burn. The Christmas Tree Burn. It was yes. Cool. It was really yes. cool. We opted not to be actually in the contest this yes, year. Yes, why not? <laughs> well, well, first of all, we got to tell everybody what a tree burn you know, oh, is. It's very true. I never knew what a tree burn was until I went to a tree burn <laughs> at the Fox Family premises yep um but anyway you bring your tree and you burn it that's, that's right. what you do <laughs> and there are but, prizes it's a contest yeah what are the prizes for dan so there's a prize for the most dangerous tree and there's a prize for the safest tree so if your tree basically almost puts out the fire uh-huh and smokes a lot it's mm-hmm. the safest tree if your tree goes up in a huge flame <laughs> And I, without exaggerating, and keep in mind, I am literally not exaggerating. The flames off the tree that won were somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 feet tall. I mean, so, your house would go up in flames like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally crazy. as tall as like an oak tree or something, the flames they go up. But so yeah. for the safest tree, you get a bottle of... Fireball. Fireball, yeah. <laughs> Whiskey. So, Whiskey, because I guess you need the fire. But no. <laughs> Um, and then for the most dangerous tree, you get a fire extinguisher. Yes. So That's very a clever. handy thing to have around it, the house. It really is. It's a, it's a very clever sort of uh, it's thing. A, it's a cool tradition that yep. your family has. And now it's held on new premises, on your brother's premises. That's right. But my mom <laughs> still runs the show. She's out there she with does. a bullhorn telling people whose tree it is. They tag your tree when you get there. It's really fun. And it we is. enjoyed it. The reason we didn't do it. Tell them why we didn't get okay. involved this year. So we didn't go for the past couple years. And we happened to just have our trees from the previous years in the backyard. You know, it was habitat for wildlife. That's is what it, this is what it was. Really surprised me because back behind the shed, I knew this is the very back of our property. Behind the uh, shed in the back of the property, I knew we had last year's tree. What I didn't realize is we had the year before that too. So we had 2017, 2018, and 2019 Christmas trees. Well, I don't know what to do with them if, you know, if you don't take them to a tree burn. Does the garbage, like, I think it's part of yard waste. I don't want to put them in the yard waste though. I'll just let some birds and stuff build some homes in it. Very true. And then we took it to the the tree burn. The tree burn and burned it. Now, here's what's funny. I have a car this year. (laughs) This year I don't have a truck. And so, uh, we put the, it's like a little mini SUV kind of car, but uh-huh. we put them on top of the car and strapped all three them of them and strapped them down. And I don't know, this is going to date me for sure. But for those of you that remember the Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> that had to be similar to what we look like driving with three we Christmas trees piled on all top. All sorts of debris all oh, over we, people we behind us. It's a really fun party, though. And yeah. they do it every year. And uh, it was nice to see everybody. It and, was. Uh, and you know what came up during that party? And I saw Larry David in an interview recently with Stephen Colbert. Uh-huh. It was awesome to me. But uh, Larry David uh, was on the show and Stephen Colbert. And uh, Larry David said, he's from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh-huh. He wrote Seinfeld with Jerry Seinfeld. He's a very funny guy. He's an older guy. He's on Saturday Night Live sometimes. But he said, uh, uh, Stephen Colbert said, 
Happy New Year. And he goes, nah, it's way too late for that. He, <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? It's like the 7th of January. And he's like, yeah, it's past. You got to, it's too late. You can't be doing that. <laughs> and it reminded me that when we left the party, I, as I'm saying, uh, sort of hellos and goodbyes to some of the people that I hadn't really seen yet at the party. I said, hey guys, we're leaving, but Happy New Year. And Angie asked me <laughs> as we're leaving, she said, Happy New Year. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the new it's not a New Year's party. And I said, Well, I have always sort of said happy new year to people the first time I see them in the, in new, the year. new year. Oh gosh. And I I don't know if that's common practice or not. So I guess you're gonna have to pay attention now and see if people do it well, to you. I'm asking our listeners because I'm curious, <laughs> what do you think? Do you say happy new year throughout January? Is or it? have I been making myself look like a crazy person for the rest of, for the past fifty years? Yeah, almost? I'm wondering if some people maybe just all through January, it's like, okay, new new First month of the new year. Let's, yeah. But, let's wish but, everybody a happy new year this whole month. It just remind you could be right, but it's just reminding me that um, Larry David, <laughs> he, he kind of had the same take as you. He's like, what are you talking? Happy new year. What are you talking oh about? So gosh. that was, that was pretty funny. That's but great. That's it wonderful. was, it was a good time. And in the studio, we're getting used to our studio setup, yep. right? And having our guests, we've had three guests so far. No, four guests. Yeah. Four guests so far and everybody's loving it. And then we did, we played around with our green screen a little bit. So yeah, that was kind of fun. Cool. I think that's going to work out well when we want to put like, I thought of this too. What might be neat to do with green screen is before some of the posts you want to do leading up to the show, mm-hmm. maybe we've got us and the guests and the background behind them is maybe the homepage of their website. Oh, that'd be cool. Or, or something like that. Or, yeah. or their big brand. So we're still kind of working on how to do that because... If you're not careful, green screen looks like totally Photoshop, goofy, yeah. and so I just want to make sure. It be kind of subtle, probably. Yeah. But. So we're learning. We're having fun with it. But And I say we, that's a technical thing, so Daniel is the one who does all that. It's, but I give my advice. Yes. And it's really not worth a bunch of cred because in Photoshop, it's like three clicks. Please. But uh, anyway, yeah, we've had three guests, three, three four, 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 four guests, guests so far now. Mm-hmm. and um, All of our guests for January are coming to the studio. I know. I love it. It's working out well, I think. I'm still so for for those of you who are equally as OCD about audio for me. I listen to a little clip of each one of the shows once I've uh, uploaded them, and I'm still working on getting the sound just right. I feel like when we do our intro piece and we do the exit piece, the yeah. sound is great. When we have a bunch of people in here. We're still experimenting with uh, sound dampening, foam, and echo, and trying to get it just right to where. I feel like it's got really good quality sound and it doesn't sound echoey or weird. Or um, I've noticed in some of the episodes where it's perfect in the intro like this. And then when we come on with a guest, it's either too loud or too soft. And so I'm trying to get it to where it's the same audio range all the way through. Yeah. And I wonder too, if that just, that goes by just um, because we're recording them at different times. Is that what it is? Well, it's the same file I'm using and it's the same mics and everything, but I think it's also partially because when we have more people, it's just more sound in the room. Gotcha. Well, so, we're going to s- experiment with those little foam yeah. um, tiles, put them up and see yeah. see how it works. The other thing too is I have a tendency to stay right on the microphone where like my lips are brushing Some of us it. don't do that. And if I don't do it, <laughs> I'm going to do it as a test right now. But if I'm talking and I lean back about a foot away, which I know we get for yeah. some, even if the microphone's pointing right at you, it doesn't sound as good as it does if yeah. you get right up on top of it like this. So. I know. I like to draw back from it a little bit sometimes. It feels I like feel like 
Wolfman Jack <laughs> from the no, I just made myself super old. <laughs> But I, he was like a DJ in the 70s, maybe even late 60s. I remember him. But he was like right on his microphone, like, yeah. you know, so anyway, but we're getting it. We're getting the hang of it. Mm, it's been we fun. Love it. I do too. Anyway, guys, we have a great interview for you today that goes right along with our theme for January and setting your goals. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. All right, guys, we will be right back with a community call out. Hey guys, and welcome back. It's time now for a community call out. This month is all about goals and how to achieve them. Many New Year's resolutions center around eating healthier and becoming more fit. And today we have two ladies that are here to help you crush those 2020 resolutions. Nicole Felton is the owner of HitFit Gym here in Apopka. She has brought along with her HitFit personal trainer, Nicole Pridgen. Am I saying your last name right? That's correct. You awesome. It. It's Pridgen only for a little while longer, right? 22 days to be exact. Oh, oh the countdown. How awesome is that? <laughs> Do you have one of those apps that has counted you down? I have an app, but it's in my head. Oh, there. All I can think about. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, congratulations. So, obviously, Thank Nicole you. is getting married in 22 days. Yes. So, guys, I'm going to start out by asking you just to tell us a little bit about what you did before you joined HitFit Gym. So, Nicole Felton, what did you do before you started the gym? So, before I started HitFit, I was a teacher for 13 years here with Orange County. Oh, very nice. Yeah, taught fifth grade for most of that time. It's debatable which job is more difficult there. Yes. Definitely. Um, there are a lot of a lot to teaching that most people just don't know about, as yeah. you've probably hear mm-hmm. from most teachers. Sure. Um, but I stuck it out for 13 years, went to UCF, got my education degree, and then went right into teaching. Uh, loved it for quite a quite a while, and then just started to think about other opportunities. Yeah. And did yeah. I want to stick this out for the 30 years or try something new? Sure. So um, I love teaching. I still keep in touch with all my teacher friends yeah. and support them how I can. So. But oh, I love nice. that you um, kind of chased something different. Yeah. When it when the the fire was maybe burning down a little bit, you were like, okay, I'm going to try something new. And right. I love that. And I think it's certainly no disrespect to teachers because who doesn't love teachers? But I think it's uh, important to make sure that the direction you're heading is what you really want to do with your life. It's something that we tell the kids a lot of times too, that there's nothing wrong with changing gears. You can change gears at 50 if you want, you know? So that's cool that you chased your passion instead. Thank you. Um, when I was telling my students about this new opportunity, they got very involved. And so we had a whole impromptu class session about if they were to open their own business, what would it be? Oh, that is cool. cool. So we started to just sort of explore. Um, we started with, well, what do you like to do? Yeah. And then how could you turn that into either a career or a business? So my students who love reading books, I reminded them that, okay, yes, you could be a writer, but you could also be... Um, you could do the audio and actually read the book yeah, aloud yes. for mm-hmm. other people to listen to. Oh, yes. That's another opportunity um, when you just love to read. Yeah. So there's yeah. so many different options out there. Um, and so we just started to explore that. Some of them wanted to own a golf course. Some of them wanted to own an ice cream shop. So It's interesting to hear them at that age, what they say. That some of them are very 
you're like, wow, okay. They <laughs> had, own a pickle stand. Oh, exactly interesting. <laughs> it gets them thinking that you're not stuck in it, though. I think that's the old school way of thinking that you're, and I think it works out fine if you're in a career, you always wanted to be an engineer, you know, those kind. I have friends like that, but if you're, I'm, I'm more similar to you that way where I don't really know what I always wanted to be. So you keeping those doors open, I think is great mm-hmm. because when you find your niche, as you've discovered, that's when things really start kicking in for you. Yes, so. we're very excited. And as a true teacher, you worked that into the curriculum. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wish my fifth yes. grade teacher had done that for I me. know, right? Right? And, wow. Nicole, and Nicole, Nicole and Nicole, it's going to get very confusing Yeah, today. so I'm going I'm to use a lot of last names here. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm used to Mrs. Felton, so it's okay. Oh, oh gosh. Go. <laughs> I feel like I might get in trouble or something. Right, right. I can't say that. So um, what about you, Nicole Pridgen. P? <laughs> you can just, Nicole P is fine. <laughs> So prior to becoming a personal trainer, I worked in the legal field as a paralegal. Oh, it's wow. so interesting. Such a change, That's a big right? Change. Now, I discovered my passion for fitness almost 20 years ago. Uh, I knew that I wanted to compete. I knew that I wanted to learn all I could about fitness and nutrition. I wanted to share that with the world and teach other people how they could incorporate that into their lives. And um, But I was a single mom, young mom, raising mm-hmm. my oldest child. Uh, and so I kind of put that on the back burner. And which we're which, all guilty of doing yeah, exactly, with parents. You yeah. know, so it was like, okay, nine to five benefits, got to finish school. Sure. And I did all of that mm-hmm. and, um, and I was doing very well and I was not happy. So I got certified uh, almost three years ago and uh, through National Academy of Sports mm-hmm. Medicine and uh I was still working in the legal field, even though I was already certified. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to really start living in my purpose. And I just feel like um, God designed me to do this. This is you, this is what you were meant to do. This is my yeah. calling. And so my calling was calling and I answered. Good. You Didn't know, ignore so, it. No, not at all. <laughs> and then this year I kind of said, okay, well, it's time for me to get out of the corporate world and start branching out. Go all in. Mm-hmm. That's all, awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love stories like that. And you, and I think, you know, you're, it sounds like you're relatively new to fully shifting gears yes. and kind of abandoning the old career. Oh, but yeah. I, I think if you haven't already then you'll almost immediately start feeling like, wow, now I'm in the zone. Yes. Now I'm doing what I was really meant to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. With that's this, great. This new year, I just, I, I really want to, you know, kick it into high gear. It's yeah. all about them goals. That's exactly. what we're talking about this exactly. month. Yeah. <laughs> How do we reach them? Right. Yeah. Um, so Nicole, why HitFit? What, what was it that made you choose HitFit to open? So I was a member of the Winter Garden Gym for the last three years. And before I got married, I worked with one of their personal trainers as well and just started to like dive in. Mm -hmm. And I just found it to be so convenient and so much easier than a lot of the big box gyms where you go in and you just don't know what to do. Right. You just kind of walk around. Walk around. (laughs) You end up on the treadmill for 30 minutes and you're like, maybe I'll hit the elliptical too. Um, And so... I love that they were pushing and using a lot of equipment and it was a variety of workouts each day. It was fun. I could show up with my friends. We could work Mm -hmm. out together. It was quick. Um, And so when I started to talk to my husband about a career change, uh, we spent a lot of time. We spent a year really discussing that career change. I started to look for 
other types of jobs? What type of business would we run to run? What did I enjoy? Because I wasn't going to leave my career for a desk job. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just wasn't going to. You do knew that. you weren't going to be happy there, right? So I really needed something that would still motivate me and um, sort of be fulfilling at be the same fulfilling. time. Yeah. Yes, and so um, started talking with the owners of the Hip Fit Gym, and they said that part of their goals were to expand, and so it kind of started to fall into place. It's and funny how things like that work, isn't it? It yeah. did. It did. Um, now, were they wanting to expand as a franchise? Correct. Okay. Yes, they want to expand as a franchise. So I am their first franchisee. That's awesome. We are a very local company here in Central Florida. So we have Winter Garden, Claremont, and now Apopka. Um, so it was very fun, very exciting uh, yeah. time to be part of that you know, oh, like ground level group. expansion. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. So yes. you're the first I one am. that's part of the franchise. That's true. That's yes. cool. So it's very exciting. Um, and having been a member, they knew I got it. Right. right? Yeah. They knew I understood what we were doing there. I had done from the personal training to the regular gym circuit. So they knew I understood um, as a user, yeah. as a member, what that experience should and be. And you like. had a story. And I think that is something that helps draw people in. Not just somebody just, you know, been working out their whole life or, you know what I mean, been in that field their whole life. They actually saw results from actually um, going to that facility, right? And I think it speaks to the brand, too. I mean, you're you're going, it's not like you came from another gym, another, uh, you know, there's a million gyms out there. You, You wanted to open one of the gyms that is the one you went to. I think that speaks to the, and we'll get a little bit more into the uniqueness of your gym, which is very cool. But I think it speaks to what the gym actually is because you could have been going to another different gym and said, okay, I want to open a gym, but not this one. Or yeah. I want to open a gym, but not hit fit. So the right. fact that you wanted to do the same one, I think speaks to just how much you believe in the in the process. And I really, you know, truth be told, I don't go to the gym as much as I should, but I really enjoy the yeah. the process at hit fit. It's very different. We'll get into it that. It was in quick too. Yeah. That's what we liked. Yeah. <laughs> I've done everything from the workout videos at home to yeah. joining the big box gym to trying some sort of like eight week challenge to doing this and that. Everyone and does, don't they? Everyone does it, right? Yeah. Um, we all have that $10 a month membership yeah. and never show up. Yeah. Right. So I've done them all and this was the first one I had been with. It was like my first relationship with a gym for more oh. than a year. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, well, there's something to this. Well, we we talk about how everybody has to find their right fit because yes. we're interviewing a few gyms this month or can't, you know, trying right? to expand on different ones. So it's not mm-hmm. like everybody's kind of the same. And every you have to find the one that you fell in love with. Right. Right. That right. is your fit, your yep. perfect fit. Some yep. people want to be outside. Some people want to be inside. All women. Um, some people like just the box gyms, you know what I mean, and Correct. what they offer. So yeah. finding that perfect fit for you. For me, I mean, I just really enjoy the workouts, but I also found that I saw results. I mean, yeah. I lost 20 pounds in my first few months. I was oh, wow. able to keep those off. Um, I had a surgery. I gained it all back, and then I lost it again. Yeah. So oh. I, I know personally that if you put the work into it, and I don't work out five times a week. You know, yeah. yes, yeah. I'm there six days a week. I don't always work out every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting 20 feet from the gym, and I don't work out every you day. It's okay. To, right? It's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we tell our members that don't beat yourself up. Just come three to four times consistently every yep. week, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. So. Yeah. So Nicole just scared me with the, I gained all the weight back 
After the surgery. Well, she, keep in mind what she said after that, though. She lost it back. She lost, lost it back. It back. Okay. So, <laughs> you know. Doable. I have a yeah. surgery coming up, and I'm not happy about it. It's tough when the doctor <laughs> tells you you can't work out for the next six to eight weeks when, all you, when you consistently are yeah. working out regularly, yeah. when that's part of your lifestyle. It's a really tough thing. Yeah. And then you're trying to go for walks, and yeah. you're trying to find other ways to move around. You're, you're and, describing exactly yep. her scenario. Yeah. Because yeah. she's very active, um, and... And being told six to eight weeks, same yeah, exact thing. So yeah. it's good to know that there are options out there that yeah. will get you results, you know. So what I wanted to ask, um, when you went to them and said, hey, kind of interested in opening a hip fit, how, how did you choose a popka? Why a popka? So Popka has quite the growing community right now. Yeah. Um, it is definitely expanding up here. Um, the Chamber of Commerce has been great to work with. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of just business-to-business connections. We're working with one of the other uh, restaurants in our plaza, Something Fishy. You know, We're starting a, a sort of a connection with them where they have a healthy like build-your-own-bowl with the fish protein and oh, lots nice. of good That's things. That's a great idea. So yep. There's lots of, um, I've seen a lot of business-to-business connections relationships and we've seen that too yes you know popka yep and then just the growing community um when there's a growing community there is an interest in fitness yes um providing something different for the area is what we were looking for that's awesome very nice so i i don't i'm sure you don't want to get into all the technical details but i think some of us are curious about the process that it takes to open your own gym can you walk us through a little bit of that oh goodness yes um so because i was the first franchise yep we actually went through a lot more, I think, than if you were the 400th franchise. So we were starting at so you're ground setting one. The, right, you're yeah. setting the standard. You're the, you're the guinea pig. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so um, with that, there are a lot of pros and cons to that, but yeah. going through the lawyers and drawing up the first franchise agreement, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have this 120-page document that you're building and and agreeing to and um, willing See, if to... See, no, if Nicole was on board during that time, she could have helped with that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I'm here now. So. That's okay. Counts, right? <laughs> yeah, so everything from from that, but the, the great thing is that the workout was in place, right? I knew yeah. what we were going to be building, and yeah. I knew what we were working towards. Right. So all of the back end was finding a location, finding um, you know trainers to work with, finding um, social media has uh-huh. been my biggest uh, one. I was never a big, I never had an Instagram page yeah. for my personal self. Right. So uh, social media is very interesting, and mm-hmm. one of the strangest things is that people don't realize that I'm a real person behind the page. What does that mean? So when you send um, the Hit Fit Gym Apopka a Facebook message, right. I am the one who receives that message. Yes, a lot okay. of people think that there's like an automated, it's or automated, or if you've hired an outside company Correct. to kind or a of, big faceless organization or something. Yes, when you're a small business owner, you are the one driving all of those things. Yes. Right. And so when you call the gym, if the trainers are busy and they don't answer the phone, it comes to my personal cell phone. Like yeah. I am the one answering right. the phone. Nice. Um, so I've had calls at 5.45 a.m. I've called calls <laughs> at 9 o'clock at night. Uh, and then we get the Facebook messages and you respond. Or um, of course we have Facebook ads and things like that. Yeah. Sure. When people reach out for more information, yeah. I will often send them a text message or give them a call. And it just, it's um, how do you find your voice to tell people that this really is a person on the other end and yeah. not the automated message. Right. Um, right. Because it's not. It really is me. Um, yeah. I don't put that on my trainers or the rest of the staff. So I am the one communicating with you if you reach out to us. So I think that speaks to the, the customer service of the gym too. Just and that, that makes, with me personally, if I get a call back from somebody 
like, you know, if I bought something online and I didn't like it and then I get a call from like the person that actually made it. Right. It makes you just want to continue to work with that person because it's so personal. So you had to, it sounds like you had to start sort of building what will be the template for future franchisees, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So So you're going to be the one everybody comes to (laughs) when they have questions. Well, let me just say, if that's the case, they have big shoes to fill because Nicole has taken this concept this gym and she's put so much passion into you it. Could all tell. her energy yeah. the first time i spoke to her over the phone and we just kind of connected about me possibly working there mm-hmm. and, and training there i could I, I mean i could feel the vibes through the sure. yeah. and when i met her you know we hugged and we just it was it was like meeting an old friend right yeah and that's great she really really believes in this and when i was training with her everything was so detailed i mean step by step everything's laid out it's she makes it so that you know the employees are excited as well excited and yeah. i mean like she just brings the fire that's and awesome so if anybody else is planning on you know franchising this is going to be their mentor that's awesome. Well, I, I, I'm so sure that HipFit, the original owner of HipFit, is all on board for that plan. Because yes, because they're trying to expand. And um, so the two guys who started HipFit are personal trainers by trade. And right. so they had been in the industry for over 10 years and realized all the challenges that their clients were facing and tried to create their own thing. And so they had the... Um, fitness background, but not mm-hmm. necessarily the business background. Right. And coming from the teaching world, I have the step-by-step plan, yes. the training process, <laughs> oh, yeah. the education background. Oh, that's such a great like, point. You know, so I've been making PowerPoints on um, when we do bring on new employees. How now to, you're speaking my language yes, in PowerPoints. Yes, <laughs> I've got the PowerPoints going for, you know, creating a new member, for um, how to connect their heart rate monitor, how to do this. Oh, oh that's nice. great. So just so that on their downtime, they can just breeze through a PowerPoint point right review it and then we can come back together so um it's just a great one of those i do we do you do so you're creating kind of the training manual for even your trainers exactly so we're working on all of that to make sure it could be used um hit fit wide and that everybody's on the same page yeah it's got to be you know for the brand it's got to be the same everywhere exactly So you guys offer a very unique workout at HitFit, and we'll get into all about the hit and the fit part of it, but walk us through what can be expected during a normal workout. Maybe Nicole P., you want to take this? Okay, so our members come in the gym. Um, They are not beholden to any class times, Mm -hmm. Um, and our founders realize that that's what one of the biggest challenges it, it is, is when yeah. people are joining gyms, you know, they have these super strict class times and people really can't commit to that. Um, and then also they go into the gym and they just don't really know what to do. I've been um, there. Guilty. Right. Everybody's yeah. guilty of that. So HitFit <laughs> takes the guesswork out of exercise programming and it also takes away that pressure mm-hmm. for being there at a specific time. Like spin you know, classes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we're busy, we're working, you get out of work a little bit late, you miss your favorite class mm-hmm. and then your whole day is shot. Almost, right. Yeah. You, know? you don't want to do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So hit fit is more of a revolving door. 
Okay. So every three minutes, um, you can jump on a circuit on the circuit Mm -hmm. and you go through 10 zones and these 10 zones are split into the hit side and the fit side. All right. The hit side focuses more on cardio. So we've got some kickboxing, a step, we've got, um, some speed drills. The fit side is more of strength training and conditioning with kettlebells, uh, dumbbells and, uh, battle ropes. So there's something for everyone. Yes, there now, really is. You do those zones in any order you want or? We do them in a specific order. Okay. Um, you start at zone one. Right. And you go all the way to zone 10. Okay. And our trainers have, there are videos playing mm-hmm. of our trainers performing the exercises. So all the members have to do is look up at the screen yep. and they follow the exercise. We have a countdown clock so they know when to start, when to stop, when to take a break. Yeah. Um, and that's great because when you do go to one of those zones, cause we've done the workouts there um you can you can look at them doing it so you're doing it properly yeah Mm -hmm. so you have a little bit of time to kind of take it in maybe practice a couple times okay i got the form right or ask you know am i doing this you can check make sure the weight is good Mm -hmm. for you and then so what that does is it frees up time for the trainers such as myself to go around to each member while they're in Mm-hmm. each zone and um and provide feedback motivation yep. support um i can correct their form i can if they're slowing down i get on the floor i do the yeah. exercise with them i'm you know we're, we're working together oh we're nice and motivating yeah, yeah. Like you just show up you bring your body the exercises are there yeah. i will provide the motivation and in 35 minutes you're good to go. No, I, I was just going to ask that. How long? <laughs> and, and, you know, I want to mention too, as someone, I have lower back damage that is permanent. Mm-hmm. And having done the workout there, another thing you guys do I really like is you modify. Yes. You know, you'll come and help. And, and that's what happened with me. The trainer came and helped me make sure I don't hurt my back by doing something I shouldn't do and kept coming back by to say, okay, well let's do it like this. Let's make sure you don't lean that way. So I think for those of us that do have some sort of limitation in movement some way, having a trainer come and help you, it made me feel a lot more comfortable in there because Mm -hmm. I've been to gyms where I don't know what to do. I can feel it's hurting. So I kind of don't do anything or I, you know what I mean? (laughs) So you just look around and like wipe your brow every once in a while. (laughs) And I think it's important important. not to stop, as you can attest to. Um, So I love that. I love that. That's very important. A lot of people will exercise and because of improper form, they're putting themselves at risk for injury um, or exacerbating existing injuries. And so that's where I come in with modifications or um, progressions, even if they feel like it may be a little bit too easy for them. Okay, well, here's a way to kind of push yourself a little bit more, challenge yourself a little (laughs) bit more. Well, that's a great point. Exactly. Um, And then as I'm getting to know our members, I know, okay, this person has knee issues. So I'm going to make sure that before they start at each zone, I can show them what they need to do um, to take pressure off of the joint pain or whatever it is. Um, And so that's, that's very important to me as well. When you're working in a big box gym and there are thousands of good people. luck you gotta like wave a towel right. to yeah. get some right. attention right. i like how you said progression though because you are going to get your um your members in there that have are there they're right you know five times a week and you get 
not that you'll get bored because it does change up, but they're going to learn all the exercises and then they're going to be like, eh, so you're looking for, okay, let's spice this up Mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, why don't you try a little jump in there? Why don't you, you know, um, pick up the weight a little heavier. Exactly. So that's a great thing to keep them engaged and interested in their workout. Yep. Our members who have really pushed themselves and have been coming for the past few months, they now keep going during the breaks. And so instead of stopping, they'll do some jumping jacks. They do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. We have a few that um, will go around and do both sides in one session. Wow. So they actually have an hour. Um, They'll go and do the hit side (laughs) and the fit side. Wow. Wow. Or they'll just set some sort of personal goal for them that day, a calorie count, um, a time frame, whatever it is. They're trying to hit. They're able to do even a little bit more. And so... So they now know where they're at and then our trainers can help guide them through that too. So tell us a little more about what you, other services that you offer as well at the gym. So um, in addition to our circuits, um, we have personal trainers like myself. Mm-hmm. We can do one-on-one personal training, small group training. Um, I can offer assistance with nutrition. Um, and so that's something that we offer for for guests who want a little bit more push yeah. and who need that accountability partner. I was going to say, need some accountability. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Which we so, all do really. So okay. yeah, I, I, <laughs> I love the the circuit, but again, there are people that just, that want to take it to the next level. And yeah. so that's when they would have a personal training yeah. and say, okay, well I need, I want some one-on-one time. I want a full hour or 30 minutes with you. Um, and then I want a, a program that's designed specifically for me. Mm. And that's what, that's what we offer. That's great. Mm-hmm. And um, you also have the heart rate monitors, right? So tell yes. us a little bit about so that. That's a huge piece to the workout that allows. It's a motivator too, it's having worn one. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, it allows our, so, you know, we all have a Fitbit yeah. or mm-hmm. a Apple Watch, something of that nature. And it'll tell you your heart rate and those types of things. Sure. But if you don't understand what that number means, yeah. it's kind of useless, sure. honestly. Yeah. So the heart rate monitors that we have our members wear show them their heart rate, of course, um, the calories that they've burned, but more importantly, the intensity at which they're working. So a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm dying, you know, over here. But Uh um, the heart rate monitor will actually show them that. So if yes, if you're at 98% of your heart rate, you You are dying. Yes, yes. (laughs) One of our trainers might step in and say like, hey, Dan, how you feeling over there? Uh, Please don't pass out. (laughs) I don't know why she said Dan. Um, But just to be able to check in and know where you're at. And so that can guide. So on our on our hit side, you would expect to see your heart rate in the 80 to 90 percent range yeah. because mm-hmm. it is intended to be a cardio style workout. You're going to get your heart rate up right. on the fit side. You're going to stay between the 70 and 80 percent range mm-hmm. because there you're trying to reshape the body, tone things up, build right. muscle. And yeah. so we're building a little bit of cardio into it, but we're not intending to get the heart rate up quite so high. Right. So it's a great motivator, but it's also a great guide of how hard to push yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're competitive with yourself, then it's yeah. even better. Oh, yeah. Like, oh no, it's going down. Oh no, I got to get back right, up. Right, <laughs> right. And our, our app keeps track of all your workouts. So you can actually go back and see the progression of how much better you're doing, how, um, like how many minutes you spent in each of the color zones. Oh, you mean over um, time? Over time. Oh, yes. that is awesome. Yes. Um, it does like a monthly report. So you know, oh, that's here's what I did. Really how many great. workouts did I do this month? How many calories did I burn over the month? It also allows us to create challenges. Yeah. So we can 
can do um, a challenge where you know you've got to come at least three times per week, and then on top of that, you can earn points with your heart rate monitor. Oh, cool! So for every minute you're in um, the eighty percent range, you get a point. Every minute you're in the red, you're in, you get a point. So it's like when we were in kindergarten, we got those gold stars. Yes, you remember? Yeah. But yes. for some reason, points they just do you it for us, even as they adults. They call it gamification, and the yeah. people are into that. Mm-hmm. You know, myself included. If you can see physically see something that shows your progress or that shows you're winning Earning, extra credit winning, of yeah. some kind, yes. it's a motivator. It really oh is. yes. That is cool. That is cool. So that's a big, big portion of it to just keep people motivated, but to keep them accountable to themselves. And um, we all like to see the numbers. So Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to shift gears for a minute. Nicole Felton, we know that having a great staff is important. Can you tell us a little bit more about your team and what they do? Sure. So we have a wide variety of personalities at the gym, which is great because then everybody can find sort of that fit again Mm -hmm. with the trainer that they connect with. Um, Our trainer, Michael, is an Ironman athlete and certified trainer. So he comes with a very different background, Uh but has an excellent uh, personal training sessions that he does with uh, quite a few of our clients. He has one um, training client that has lost 22 pounds of fat, but gained it back in muscle. He is completely transformed. Gosh. the way he looks. That is so, a hard thing to do as yes. well. So, so it's that's a specific amazing. goal, I think, maybe fits a specific trainer better. Is that Yes, how? exactly. So mm-hmm. when you want to sign up for personal training, we're definitely looking at your personality, your goals, um, your training style, and then their training style. Right. So um, Michael has a very specific training style, and it works for a lot of people. And um, for Mark, our member, like I said, he's, his weight has gone up by half a pound. But his body fat, muscle mass percentages have completely swapped. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing. A lot of people just look at weight, and we've talked about yes. this before. Mm-hmm. That's not what makes you healthy. Women, please stay off the scale. Please. Right. So yeah. the um, the inches often come off first right. for mm-hmm. a lot of people. A lot of women, especially, like, oh, I'm on the same scale. So, nope. It's those inches. It's the way your clothes fit. It's the way you're feeling. Right. It's your energy level. Yep. Exactly. Um, our Winter Garden location actually has a fit 3d body scanner that our members could go and use oh so it does a full 3d image of your body and provides all the details let me tell you (laughs) it gives you every dimension but what's really cool is also does a posture check so sometimes it's the little things that we don't notice that are improving our lives as well. Yeah. So yeah. we've had a member, she used it. She's like, well, I still feel like I'm about the same, but her posture was totally different. She was hunched over before and now mm-hmm. she stands straight. So, right. so that because number one, like her body's changing, yes. her muscles are starting to kind of bring mm-hmm. her up. Her confidence is probably changing. So right. sometimes when people aren't confident, they tend to exactly. shrink in. Yeah. Exactly. So and that when is she really saw it, cool. It just motivated her to do more and yeah. then to realize, like, okay, this is making a difference. Things are changing for me. Like it is coming. Right. Um, and then Nicole said about herself. And we also have Oscar, who's actually a youth soccer coach. Yeah. So he brings in another coaching Some style. Kind of so special energy he brings in. Yeah, I'm sure. There <laughs> is a special energy when you are a youth a soccer, soccer coach. coach. Oh, yeah. buddy, sure. you are um, like. But he's a going, soccer going. player himself. Mm-hmm. So he has, 
you know, that energy. Nicole brings her energy. Um, so everybody has a different training style. Everybody has different personalities. And we just want our members to remember that, right? We sure. all have our own styles as well. And so find something that you like about each trainer because they do, um, you know, they change their schedules and we're here every morning, every evening. And yeah. so you're always going to be working with somebody different. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit different with just the, not only the workout, but also with the trainer. Yeah. And yeah. I was thinking with Oscar too, he probably works really well with people with injuries. Not that all of you don't know how to deal with injuries, but being a youth soccer coach, mm-hmm. he's probably, probably dealt with more. a lot of that. Yeah. Lot so, of that. Mm-hmm. and so for himself personally, he does a lot of the, um, a lot of like conditioning, a lot of stretching. Yeah. He's really into a lot of the band work um, mm-hmm. to keep the body flexible to prevent mm-hmm. a lot of that injury. So. That's great. Awesome. So Nicole Pridgen, do you want to tell us a bit about your style as well? Sure. Um, so I am a women's fitness specialist. Oh, okay. So my, my specialization is working with women in all different ages and stages of life. So you may have... We have lots of those stages, don't we? Exactly. And so... (laughs) We're so lucky. (laughs) Like we were discussing, it's so important to find that that good fit. I mean, you can't, you know, drill sergeant style scream at a 60-year-old woman with, you know, knee injuries who, you know, needs to lose, has a significant amount of weight to lose. That doesn't work. Of That's course. not effective. Now, just know? for the record, that kind of thing does work for some people, though, myself included. I think the loud, motivating, yelling kind of go, go. That's oh, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. And so you you get to know people. Sure. And, and you kind of, you know, you have to find that that fit. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I, I noticed that there are certain people that kind of take to my style and sure. I love that. You know, yeah. I'm not going to scream at you. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I can get the volume up there a right. little bit. I'm not screaming, but I'm not going to take it easy on you. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're going to do this. And whether, you're going to push them to where you know they can be pushed. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I make sure to do the modifications that they need. You know, if I'm, I'm yeah. not going to have them doing box jumps if that's just no, not No, because if they get hurt, they they're not coming back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you lose motivation when you yeah. get injured. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I like to work on form. And, and posture, um, things like balance, you know, our, our equilibrium shifts as we get older, our center of uh-huh. gravity shifts. I can relate um, to all these things. Is that too funny? <laughs> as we, it's, you notice she prefaced it with as we get older. Right. Yes. See, that's yeah. why. Right. Exactly. So, so these are things that, you know, as a trainer, I have to be mindful of. of course. And yeah. then, you know, I've got, I've got to then teach my clients, okay, so we got to work on some balance. We right. have to work on posture. We have to work on form. And then you're able to perform the exercises. And, right. Yeah. Um, now, is this something you normally, so if you have somebody that's just, you know, new to the gym and you can tell they haven't worked out, they're not really familiar with it. Do you do a balance tests and everything before to kind of see where they are well with or do you just let them kind of go in with personal training clients i do okay. um you have to have a, a little bit more of a full assessment yes um because there may be limitations and restrictions mm-hmm. um but when they are joining the circuit it's with the understanding that they are able to at least perform some type of modification of those all those fine prints that we don't read so that is the thing people when you start a gym you're supposed to be able to have like the check mark from your doctor that you can do this workout right Right. that's kind of the responsibility of the uh, individual of the individual Mm -hmm. I think though right yes yeah you know you guys can't can't control that really or 
I mean, you know, pe- people have to understand that when you are choosing to do an exercise, that is at your own discretion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if it's if it's a personal training client, I have to kind of take control yes. of that. Sure. And I yeah. think you guys do a great job, like I said before, of watching and modifying. I noticed that when I was there to make sure you're not hurting yourself. Right. You know? Yeah, because if your form is not right, a trainer's coming over and going, oh, no, no, let's, right. um, let's right. kind of mm-hmm. put yeah, your leg this way or your arm this way. You know, they're fixing you so that right. you don't injure your yourself yeah well poor form like I said you know that puts you at risk for injury but it's also a waste of time and I don't want people to come in and waste time you want them to see results exactly yeah Yeah. exactly I think also the modifications that you guys do and just the interaction that you guys do it speaks to the comfortability of being in the gym and I think for a lot of people myself included if you're not comfortable in the gym and I'm not comfortable in that environment Mm -hmm. most of the time but if you're not comfortable you're not going to keep coming you're not going to get you're not going to get success you're not going to stay motivated and I think having the trainers there to touch base and help you and get to know you and customize your workout where needed kind of adds to the general comfortability of even being in that gym yeah so Definitely. It's a baited question, but do you lean more towards the hit or fit? We both lean towards fit. Yes. I I do too. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked that. um, And here's what I want to say about it. A lot of women um, come in and they just want to do cardio. They're like, I have to lose weight. And so I'm going to do cardio. Yes. And they're very, very intimidated (laughs) by picking up a pair of dumbbells. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, we have three pound dumbbells. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. Right. Um, I've mentioned I've been doing um, hit fit for like three years. Right. You've seen me or like follow us on Facebook you'll see pictures of me there pictures of Nicole um, and why are, are they worried about it right we're afraid we're going to become the Hulk right like we <laughs> are not which is not going to happen it's not, not. going to happen ladies we don't make those hormones people but, right, right. <laughs> so the most common thing women do tell us is that they want to tone mm-hmm. they, we love the word tone I want to tone up but I don't want to get bulky this is exactly for you um, yeah. our, our fit side is designed to lean out and tone the body your the word tone is talking about your muscles right. and so in <laughs> order to tone you must train your muscles right. and so um, we both lean towards that fit side of really because it does incorporate a little bit of the cardio but to truly reshape and tone you do have to lift a little bit of weight um, but again uh, we do four rounds at each zone before moving on so for me I'll pick a little bit of a lighter weight uh, weight at round one and yep. then rounds two and three I always go up because the only way to get stronger, the only way to continue to making progress is to increase. So, um, and when I say go up, I go up to 10 pounds or 12 pounds. So we're not, you know, you're not trying to lift 50 pounds. Exactly. 50 pounds. Yeah. And ladies, you know, working your muscle is so important for your bone health. So I think at about age 30, we start losing bone density and we have to put stress on those bones. And we do that. By lifting weights. Is that for men and women, that uh, bone density? Especially women. We really at 30 is like, seems to be the pivotal point for us of just, it just starts decreasing. So it's really important at that age to start. I mean, really earlier. Hormonal changes that your body goes through. Strength training is so, so important. It's so important. Um, And then again, you know, when you're doing strength training, you're incorporating some balance, some Mm -hmm. posture. And that's also important because we want to avoid things like falls and fractures as we get older yep so um and then long after you put those dumbbells down you're still burning yeah so if you really want to see a change in your body and you want to make a difference do not be afraid of 
the of weight. A little weight. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And for men, I mean, for everybody, really important for spine health as well. You know, working your core and just again that know, posture, the yeah. posture that's yep. coming yes. from your muscles. Well, I'll say, and I think the uh, fit side would be more what I lean towards. But having done the hit side. It is really fun. It's intense. It was intense for me, mm-hmm. but it was fun to do. It's so a I think, nice stress reliever. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> likes to hit the bag, you yeah. know? It was still so fun. I think I was getting into it a little too much, too. You know, you got lost in it a little bit. A little bit. So tell us what type of things you guys do throughout the year to help keep your main, your members engaged in their health and, and reaching their goals. What kind of fun challenges or events do you do throughout the year? So we certainly want to keep them involved. It's not all about gaining new members. It's about making sure our current members are well taken care of. So um, last month we had um, an elf who often visited the gym. And if you found Rosie, the elf, uh, you got to so fun. to spin the wheel and earn some prizes. So oh, some of nice. our members won personal training sessions oh, that's um, awesome. by finding Rosie, the elf. So just sort of some fun things like that yeah. we've really enjoyed. Um, I've got an idea coming up called um, In the Fitness World, Never Miss a Monday is a hashtag it's a thing and so we'd like to work on never miss a Monday over Mm -hmm. like the course of maybe eight weeks where at the end of that if you were able to commit to every Monday um, for the next eight weeks then there'd be some sort of you know fun reward at the end of that as well so just uh, trying to connect with them I'm starting some new Facebook posts next week on um, yes goal setting but if we don't have that plan um, I hear a lot well I'm going to drink more water what is your plan to literally drink more water right and we talked about that Smart among goals. Our, ourselves mm-hmm. and oh, among yes. our show last week that when you just do these hypothetical goals without a plan or a specific it's outline, specific. I want to eat more healthy. What does that mean? Right. Yeah. So I, I love that. You're, yeah. It's accountability. And I think it's uh, like a smart goal. It has to be measurable, right? It has to be measurable. Yeah. So um, we've got a post that I'm working on about, you know, when we uh, drink 72 ounces of water a There's, day. That's a target. Which is, you know, three 24-ounce water bottles refilled throughout my day. And if I sit at a desk all day, maybe I will start taking a sip of water after every email that I send, after oh, every okay. phone call. Like, I like what that, is yeah. that trigger in your mind? Mm-hmm. Because it sits there and then we don't drink it. Yep. So what's the trigger for you to pick up the water bottle. Maybe you're on the go. And so every time you get in or out of the car, you're going to take a sip of water. So I'm going to go nerd on this because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. But there is a Bluetooth water bottle. I have one. It's called the Hydrate Spark. And it will, you can set it to light up or it'll pop up on your Apple Watch and say, you're behind, take a drink of water. And it works. It Mm -hmm. sounds ridiculous, but it totally works. And it makes sure that you've, and it does that sort of gamification where Mm -hmm. it'll show you made four days in a row and you drank your 72 ounces and then you messed up on this day and it starts bothering you. You want to start checking yeah. that box yes. every day. Right. Yeah. So. Absolutely. There's also timers on your phone. I used to tell people, set a timer for every 15 minutes. If mm-hmm. You'll get used to that. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. You I have set a timer. million alarms that go off. <laughs> I know. I, I used to, I used just... to work with a girl who she had a timer that would remind her every hour she had, or two hours she had to eat something mm-hmm. and yeah. she would go eat something, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. that yeah. was her process yeah we get so wrapped up in either the work or you know Mm -hmm. what we're doing that we again start to like neglect our own selves and you know our (laughs) no (laughs) self-care exactly so um part of you know what we do is just trying to support our members outside the gym as well right Right. i get emails all the time from them saying well like what am i supposed to eat you know the other 24 23 hours outside of the gym is so hard and we know that so we want to start doing some posting on sleeping habits and Mm -hmm. hydration habits and those 
eating habits. And when you set yourself a goal to drink more water, you have to have a plan to actually do yeah. that. Right. It sounds so silly, but if you don't, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So. And it's great if you're going to the gym, but if you're not taking care of yourself as a whole, then the working out's only going to do so much for right. you. Absolutely. You have to sleep well. You have to eat well. Right. Yeah. You know, you have to do things that make you happy and take care of yourself, you know, you know, self-care. Right. So if, if you're not doing all of that, don't want to overwhelm people. Don't try to go do all of it at exactly. one time. You can't do it all at once. You can't, but in co- start incorporating those things. Once you get one thing down pat, move on to the next. Right. right? And, I, and I love that you're kind of outlining those to be measurable. Because I think if you don't make them measurable, you will give yourself fault credit sometimes for doing things and you won't see results. Very true. And then you'll get defeated because you're not seeing results. So Dan has a pretty cool, um, so we set some goals and Dan has a pretty cool app that does something every night. What does it do? Oh, it, for, for writing my book. So one of my goals this year is to work, is to write every single day on my third novel. And I am guilty of saying, oh, I'm too busy. I'll do it on the weekends. And it's the same kind of thing, I think, with fitness mm-hmm. that if you start doing, you know, I'll go on Thursday. Never mind. I'll go on Friday. You're never going to achieve your goal. Right. So I like that. It's called Done, the but, app. But at the end of the day, what does it do? It'll pop up on my watch and say, did you... It, it does you? it early enough where I have wow. time. It's a little different than fitness, though, because it's a little too late at the end of the day to, oh, I got to go do some push-ups. You know, you can't do it that way. But it does remind me, did you work on your book? Because if not, I got to get off the couch and go work on it. Because if you have to say no, that is And it's tough. depressing. Yeah. It depends on what yes. type of personality you are, yes. too. So yeah. for him, he's like, really? Oh, my gosh, I didn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. so the next day he is reminded first thing in the morning. I'm going to do it. Right. You know? Exactly. So creates more of a habit. Yeah. Yeah. And the habits are important. I think we talk about yeah. without the habit, you're never really going to stay motivated to achieve your goal anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I always butcher this quote, but it's something like a goal without a plan is just a dream. That's it. Yeah. Or a wish yeah. or something. Or a wish. I think it applies it. here. Yes. So there's something that you guys do that's really cool to offer youths a focus on fitness or more to teach them to focus on fitness. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So for our members that have kids ages 11 and up, they are allowed to join and have their own membership. So if they're there with their parents, they can work out on the circuit as well. Wow, that's that's awesome. awesome. That's early too. It's very, very important um, for kids to develop healthy habits at a young age, right. especially in this era that we're living now, we're seeing such high epidemics with kids that are not at the standard that they should be at exactly, their age. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a different day and age. You know, yeah. we can't let our kids just like roam freely outside. It's crazy yeah, it out is. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and gadgets so, are so bad for our exactly. health. Exactly, you know? and so they're they're more they're having more inside time, yeah. and then you know we're busy. So yeah. instead of going grocery shopping and cooking a big family meal together and sitting down, um, we have to get the quick stuff. And so we just, we really want to, to incorporate, you know, kids being able to work out with their parents. Um, and then, um, you have kids that are involved in sports and so the conditioning aspect is very important as well. So we don't want to just have them running around and playing once a week during soccer practice. That's right. We want them in condition for that all week long. So they can get a couple of workouts in and then they don't have to do. And to prevent prevent injuries for them as well. Exactly. They don't, they don't have to do the circuit as intensely as an adult would do it, but Mm -hmm. a little bit, every little bit helps. Yeah. Every little bit helps. And then also for, um, for our members, 
with kids ages 10 and under, we have a complimentary kids area so they can come in, they can bring toys, play. We can put on Netflix for them. They can just kind of hang yeah. out oh, nice. while mom or dad or caregiver gets a workout in. That's important that's very, for parents. So they're not too. pestering you to leave the whole time and right. ruining your workout. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, or exactly. tripping somebody, yeah. you know, a little two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want to have fun too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they have no boundaries. So they're right. going to be like, oh, I'm going right. to go under this person's legs. Crawl under here. Yeah. Exactly. No, no. <laughs> so this is a question for both of you. Do you have any particular success stories that you'd like to share? I think we heard one about yeah. your 22 percent um, that's a great one too it's really yeah. really made quite the commitment to it as yeah. well. well do you have any other success stories yes. that you'd like to share um, so we have brandy she's down over 30 pounds as wow. well wow um and she just continues to kill it so she's one that has started to go around twice throughout uh, once or twice a week she doesn't do it every day okay um and she was so committed to her five times a week that actually part of her goal is to come less to the gym because it is <laughs> oh, like yeah. you know it's obscenely yeah. obsessed, but at the same time, um, her husband has realized it is such a great stress reliever for her that yeah. when she gets really uptight at work, something is happening, she can't, he's like, go to the gym mm-hmm. and I'll see you at home later. Right. So it's, yeah. it's another like outlet for her. Yeah. She's also a runner. Um, and so it has decreased her time. So yes. she's been able to pick up her speed and decrease her time during her runs. And so she has found that it's actually transferred into that as well. That's oh, nice. awesome. Isn't it funny? It seems like working out is one of the few things you can do that is sort of self-serving that is still actually good for you. You know, people want to, I got to go do this and it's, uh, and it actually is helping home life and everything. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people come through, you know, and they look at the gym or like a, a workout boot camp or a class, like a class or um, something that we have, which is a little bit different. And they think it's just for the 25 year old. Yeah. You know, they're like, can I do this? Like so many places it's, it's push, push, push. And um, most gyms really aren't like that when you get in there, I right. feel like, but you know, you got to find that fit again. Yes. And so for us, the average age of our member is 40. Um, we like to say that we really do provide a strong push of a workout, but at the same time, that modification is there. So um, I can think of Susan, who's over the age of 60. Um, She, you know, sometimes only do five or six zones each Mm day. Right. But But she's she's doing something. She's doing something. And she's down 36 pounds. So see, yeah. And so it's just that little bit that she wasn't doing before. Her balance has increased, Mm -hmm. you know, with the step. We used to not use the step, and now she comes up on the step. Mm -hmm. So at 60, you know, she's really working on lifelong balance and And mobility and strength. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have her on the ground ever, right? She's always in a standing position right now, but we're working on being able to go up and down stairs type thing. So that basic stair movement. Um, And for her, she loves it. It's brought such a new excitement for her and um that sherry potty just feels better her energy is better so we're we're for everyone you know yeah. and if you are that 25 year old that wants yeah. to just have that killer push then you come in and you talk to nicole trainer right, right? Yeah. so <laughs> she's the one that's going to keep you on your toes right. <laughs> we cater to real people sure. not yeah. just you know fitness professionals or models or competitors and yeah. you know you want you want real people of course. and um and so that's that's what we have at our gym. And um, so I wasn't there at the induction of HitFit. Right. But we had a, a, a client that came in the other day and she scanned her key tag. And so her picture pops up and I introduced myself and I was like, have you seen your picture lately from when you first started? 
And I, I mean, look like two totally different people. Wow. wow. Did you and show I her? Like, I said, come here. I, I want to show you this picture. Oh, and she's like, wow, that's, that's me? Because sometimes yeah. we don't notice you that. You lose track, exactly. right? Exactly. And I said, you need to start taking progress pics, please. And thank yes. you yes. so that you can see this tangible result. Right. I mean, yeah. you look totally different. Her face, you know, slimmed out. You, you can just, yeah. you yeah. can tell. And she was so excited An extra motivator and when she started yeah. that workout i mean she th- there was like a fire in there oh yeah, yeah. of yeah. course so that was really cool to right. see and to just be able to say hey i don't know if you remember yeah. yourself from six months ago but this was you it's a whole different and you look what? at you now wow yeah yep. so so january's here it's all about setting goals setting those resolutions mm-hmm. we know so many of those revolve around getting fitter eating healthier just you know, which we need to be doing all the time, mm-hmm. not just in January. But how are you helping people as far as any specials that you're offering to kind of kickstart that? Yes. So um, our January promotion right now is that your first month is $20.20. 2020. So 2020. <laughs> there it is. Started. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any sort of enrollment fee. So that truly is your beginning price. Um, and with us, no matter what time of year it is, your first week is always what I like to call keep it or cancel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want you to come in. We want you to find a gym that is a good fit for you. Right. So when yeah. you join, you have the next seven days to come as often as you like. And if you decide it just wasn't a good fit for you, then you can cancel. We hope we wish you well that you mm-hmm. do find a good fit for you. Otherwise, on day eight is when that membership starts. Yes. And yeah. so that gives people, um, and I always, you know, we get lots of phone calls. Well, can you tell me about the gym? Can you do this? Lots of people stopping by for a tour. Yeah. If you don't try a you workout, try you are yeah. not going to know if right. that gym is a good fit for you or right. not. So as you're running the rounds of checking out all the gyms in the area, mm-hmm. show up ready to work out. Sure. Yeah. No gym is going to turn you down and say, well, you can't work out today. Yeah. No, show up ready to work out, find the class time, you know, show up at our gym whenever you like, yep. whatever it may be, but show up ready to work. Yeah. yeah. So so um, that gives them a great experience of, yes, this is a good fit for me. I can get started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just 2020 for your first month. I love well, that's it. That's awesome. And yeah, and you'll have a few weeks to yes. um, use that special yes. because right. we will be airing this on. Look, the 16th. Perfect. That's Perfect. right. So you'll have 15 days. And having been a teacher, of course, we give um, teacher discounts and okay. uh, first responder oh. discounts as well oh, in nice. the military. So if you are one of those listening, um, definitely stop by and ask about it. That's great. That's awesome. Great. So um, since, it's, since it's a new year and it's all about goals, we kind of talked about some of the goals you already have for um, HitFit this year. What about personally? What's your, what are your personal goals? So, get out um, the list. No, <laughs> <kidding>. yes. <laughs> <So>. Scroll. <laughs> Personally, um, I'm a busy mom, soon sure. to be wife. Um, I'm Congrats care- again, by thank the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. A caregiver to an elderly family member. Um, so, a lot of my focus, mental focus, and my physical energy goes toward your family. The family. Sure. <laughs> so, one of my goals, and I actually have this written out in my planner, right. is just scheduling some self care time Good. and staying focused on my own fitness and nutrition goals. It's hugely important. Because there are times when I'll, you know, I'll meal prep for the family and then I'm like, okay, let me just scarf mm. something down so yeah. I can ah. keep moving. And, <laughs> and so relatable. Yeah. Yep. You know, and so just, um, just kind of 
putting the the air mask on myself first yes. so I can take care of everybody exactly. everybody else cuz yeah. you can't take care of them if you don't have the energy exactly yeah. so so that's one thing and then also being more consistent um with volunteer work with the kids um we, we do things here and there but I kind of want to make that like a, a date for us um, yeah. so teaching the kids to be more involved in the community yes, i yes. love that I do yeah. too yeah and i mean they there's nothing that they can't do well this is my mantra. There's nothing you can't do. Uh-huh. So there's nothing that they can't do, whether yeah. it's, you know, taking my little one is five, getting some toys together so that we can donate, um, you know, helping serve food, sorting cans for second harvest, which we've done. Yeah. Um, and then same thing with my older, he's going to be 17 next month so that he can do a lot more. Yeah. Um, and so just, just making that a family affair even the um, 17 year old um if you could get him mentoring younger kids or yes, something yeah be wonderful definitely he he does a little bit of that um with our church um he he's great with the middle schoolers and yeah so, and they yeah. really take to him because yeah. he's like the cool you know older right. high school kid yeah um and so he he does some of that but i really oh, want to do a little bit more with the community outreach right um, and there's a lot i don't know if you're from a pop car or not but Right well, in our backyard, there's so much that so many people that could use the help. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And and I feel like with fitness, you know, being such a huge part of my life, I want to do more of that. And yeah. So if there's incorporate a, it somehow. Exactly. Exactly. So just incorporating that into my giving back. Yeah. Um, so that's very important for me in 2020. That's awesome. awesome. Love it. All right. Nicole, Nicole. So for me, um, HitFit has certainly taken over my life at this point, as it rightly should, as it should. should. Um, And my husband still has his day job, so he has that. um, But then, of course... I come home and he wants to talk all about my day and how did it go and which members did I see? How many members did I sign up? What happened? So for me, it's going to be a good focus on work-life balance. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, HitFit is work. Mm -hmm. Um, It is our life, but it is work, right? It is my, it it is the business that I own. Um, But maintaining a great work-life balance at home is going to be very important this year. And um, staying on top, yes, I mean, I really am 20 feet from the gym every yes. day. And sometimes <laughs> I still don't walk over there. So yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest thing about yeah. working in a gym and being a trainer. We're so focused on training yeah. and and making sure everybody else gets their workout in that a day, a whole day will go by. And yes. you're like, I haven't done anything yeah. for myself. And right. I will tell you something that is great. When you do go into a gym for the first time and you see the owner working out and doing the workout, mm-hmm. as we have saw Nicole do, mm-hmm. or you see a trainer that in their downtime is doing the circuit, mm-hmm. it does something to members yes. when they walk in. Yeah. They're like, oh, uh, right. they you- use the same thing to right. keep themselves fit yes. and healthy it goes and back I to that guess i yes. should use it too <laughs> right it goes back to that whole thing that as a as a customer or a client we can tell you believe in it if you're really doing it right you know? and yeah nicole knows i wait for the trainers to get there at four o'clock yeah. i still don't want to work out by myself in the yeah. middle of the day no because i know myself and i am it's why i love hit fit so much because 
they're going to push me still. Right? Uh-huh. And so yeah. they're going to have that guide. They're going to, I'm going to have that support. And so I wait until they show up at four o'clock and then I'll do my workouts. Yes. Yeah. And Cause if you're like me by myself, I'm going to be pretty mm-hmm. easy on myself. Mm-hmm. Correct. I'm going to be like, eh. I did it. And, and I think I'm, I'm the type that would either do that or hurt myself because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. You know? Yes. So. Yeah. I don't think I have a balance in between the two, neither because right. yeah. like I've been having some hip issues. And if we go on a bike ride, I can only make it probably five miles yes. before something starts hurting. But then I'm like, no, let's just go 10. Yes. Yeah, yeah. let's go 20. And you I know do, what I mean? And when so, I do that 30 mile ride, I am like shaking for the last eight miles on the way back, which means I shouldn't have done it. You've exhausted all. I need, a, I need a personal trainer on, on <laughs> a bike to, next to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All but right. It, we're turning back sense. now. So you guys talked a little bit about, um, you know, giving back and Nicole Pridgen, you talked about sort of the personal ways that you get involved in giving back. Can you guys tell us a little bit about how the business or the gym gives back and gets involved in the community? Yes. I, um, as a teacher coached with girls on the run for 10 years, which, um, is a national after school program or it's nationwide. I I want to sing a song real fast. Girls on the run. It's not a song, but it goes with that. I knew you were going to do that. Okay, okay. What is Girls on the Run? Uh, So Girls on the Run is a program for uh, girls in grades three through five. Right. And uh, they meet for 12 weeks with coaches, um, which are often teachers or um, parents. And half of the program is all focused on making good decisions in life. So it's how to respond, how to um, make friends, how to be a good friend, and just a wide variety variety of again those decision making skills for the social world (laughs) yes how how to live through life Mm -hmm. and then the other half is all fitness related and so we do warm-up activities and games and then they run and so at the end of the 12-week program they do their first 5k that's awesome oh that is awesome uh, it has grown so i was with the first group um we met there's like four of us who met at a whole foods and hung out and figured this out and it has now grown into over a thousand girls in the program that's here in central florida and um we have our own 5k now rather than just piggybacking off of one throughout throughout. so uh, we meet at ucf and there is um, a 5k that morning that is dedicated just for the girls on the run and they always have a running buddy so either a parent or another coach or um, someone that they look up to in the community and for us our trainers could be those running buddies as well. Yeah. And so just in December, um, one of our trainers, we went out and led the warm up. And so we were out there getting those girls ready. We did like a quick three minute warm up, something we would normally do anyway, and just had a lot of fun out there with them. So I posted a coaches, um, sort of like appreciation workout. And so all the coaches in the area could come and get a workout done at the gym. Cool. Um, and then they were able to connect the girls on the run corporate was able to connect with them and provide, um, some of the information they needed to get to them in person. So t-shirts for the program. So it was like a win-win that was all sort of a one-stop shop kind of yeah. a thing. And they also got to work out. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, Is this a nonprofit awesome. organization? Yes. Awesome. Yep. So they are, um, Again, it's nationwide. Um, they're in all all different cities, all around the country, and I really enjoyed coaching and working with those girls. Yeah. And then in middle school, it turns into heart and soul, and so in middle school, it would mm. continue. And so each school would have to pick it up, right? So okay. you have to have a volunteer who is willing to run the program. Um, but we mostly it's at schools that pick it up, um, elementary or middle, yeah. and then that way those girls can continue it into middle school because we know. 
the third, fourth, and fifth graders as we're really trying to prepare them for yeah. that shock of middle school. Yes, right. Um, Which is a shock. It is a shock. <laughs> and so in middle school, then um, they can kind of continue with that, continue building those positive relationships, continue building that confidence. And because we're mixing girls of all the ages into one group, right. it allows those fifth graders to start to become mentors to the third graders and the third graders oh. to start to be able to look up to someone and that maybe they've been through the program for all three years. Yeah. And it's great when they go into middle school because they already have something. They you have know, I, I think it's so important for kids to be in involved in some kind of group or um, club or something because mm-hmm. it gives them some kind of sense of purpose when they're there and they already get people that are interested in the same thing. Right. So, yes. so being involved in it before they even go into middle school and then having that to look forward to, that's, we that's see a like lot a of those girls yeah. in middle school join track and field, yeah. basketball, volleyball, right? They said it there. They're more likely to maybe join a sports team yeah. um, or again, get involved in the heart and soul program there uh, and or start just, one themselves. Yes, if it's not, it's, a, if it's not something that's already there, exactly. Maybe that inspires them to kind of be like, go to their principal and I want to have this at the school right. yeah. and he, you know, it, it kind of, you know, gets them almost like a little entrepreneur, right? right. Like setting something up. Yes. That's yeah. pretty it cool. It really sticks with them. I've definitely yeah. had parents come back to me and say, you know, we were out for dinner the other night and she asked for broccoli instead of the French fries. Oh, we've I seen love that. And <laughs> like all those yeah. little things happen or that, you know, she used to fight with her sister all the time and now they're able to work out their differences a little bit quicker oh. than usual or just they're using some of these um, verbal situations of like, how do I explain my feelings? Because kids just don't know how to do that. These days, you know, what? They just get frustrated. I love that. It's like it's giving them life skills, but it also is giving them that sort of social circle in a healthy way because they're going to find a social circle yeah. one way or another. Exactly. And it's a, we it's want a, the good one. It's a really good back <laughs> background of what that social circle is based social circle is based That's, on. Mm-hmm. And, That's a tricky uh, word. I know, <laughs> but I love that. That's awesome. It's I think it's important true. too because those decisions, as a father of a daughter, those decisions that they start making on their own will change their lives, mm-hmm. you know, out of your control. You can give them all the knowledge and all the skills that you hope they pick up on, and then they kind of have to do it on their own. So seeing those kind of results, picking the food differences, we've seen that too where yeah. – uh, with my daughter where she helps to motivate us because not only will she pick the healthy food, if we start to pick the unhealthy food, it's like, wait, what? And then you, so it's like- Look, a, and just because you're a health coach don't mean you pick healthy food all the time. Right. <laughs> same, right. With the, same with owning a gym this, and okay. being a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, exactly. we all enjoy ice cream. There's struggle. Yeah. There's real struggle out yeah. there. Well, <laughs> you guys work out to the degree where you, you probably have more justification with this, but we also talked about that reward system we do or cheat day. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful. You don't get a reward every it's time you work out. Day. It's a cheat meal, people. Right. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, the word cheat, it just has such a negative. It really sure does. does. It is so true. So like, I prefer to say, all right, you've, you've stuck to your whatever Reward. your program yes. is. Yep. So then you do kind of a refeed. Yep. And I'm a, I'm a fitness competitor. So that's the word refeed is very oh, important I got to it. me. So basically you're, you're doing something, you're up in the calories for that one meal. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're upping your macros and it can be something that's a little bit tastier. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, and what that does is to kind of help kind of shock the metabolism a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then you go right back to your program. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. next week you do another refeed and you'll be surprised at the results. You're yeah. not, yeah. you know, and I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of deprivation at all. So yeah. I always tell people, you know, 
If you deprive yourself, you're just going to want it more. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Well, I also think too, the, um, the, what we talked about with some other friends was sometimes when you start working out, you start getting in the habit of thinking that you get to do something after every workout and that's not how it works either. I I like that you have a more positive spin than the whole cheat day thing though. Yeah. Refeed. I like that. Or your reward or, you know, maybe turn it into a positive word so you don't feel like you're, um, guilty. Somehow. Right. Right. Well, you know, and and we have to change our relationship with food and exercise and and stop having the negative, you know, associations with it. Yeah. So, you know, when you when you deprive yourself, then you tend to binge. And then, you know, after that, you you feel guilty. So what do we do? We go and say, I have to punish myself with my exercise. (laughs) And it's not a punishment. Yeah. That is your reward. That's how you empower yourself. That's the unbalance we have, though. Exactly. exactly. So we just we try to like change that landscape a little bit. Change your thinking around it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's great. Well, we are so happy to see that you guys are. So successful here in Apopka. We are. You're growing, right? And thank you for sitting and chatting with us. This has been great. Very informative. And we're excited to spread the word. All right, guys. So that's it for now. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the information station. Hey, everyone. We have a very special event coming up for babies in need. The fifth annual Heroes for Babies event called Boots and Bling will be held on Saturday, February 15th from 6 to 10 p.m. at the Seminole Harley-Davidson in Samford. All proceeds raised at this event will help to honor local heroes who have made a difference in a baby's life and will also help to benefit the Baby Place Fund. This fund was established to help care for families and babies who may have a financial or material need. This unique and relaxed fundraising event includes an awesome display of seminal Harley-Davidson motorcycles, signature cocktails, fabulous food, and live music from the talented acoustic duo Atlantic Alibi. There is also still time to become a sponsor or donate items for the auction that will help raise even more funds. For more information about becoming a sponsor, donating auction items, or purchasing tickets for this event, go to www.heroes4babies.com. Once again, that's www.heroes4babies.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Information Station. We hope that you enjoyed our guest, Nicole Squared, today. <laughs> that got a little confusing. It did. It Nicole did. and Nicole were here joining us from Hit Fit Gym, and we really loved sitting down and chatting with they them. They were awesome. And yeah. you know, I, the passion that they have for uh, working out, staying healthy, helping other people to do the same, I love it. Yeah, so you guys definitely check Hit Fit out if you're looking for that perfect fit for you check them out because they have two really great workouts to offer they do something different right that hit side and the fit side um you know what i'll do i i don't know uh, if uh most of you have seen this but i made a little video when we went and i'll post it on uh the i think it's already posted on the website but i'll I'll post a link to it again but it's a good video it was it was fun too it was a really good workout and Mm -hmm. i did the hit side and it was and I hope this sounds good because I mean for it. I left feeling really excited about how ragingly intense it was. Like yeah. I, my heart was pounding. I was sweating. You had your heart rate up there. I really did, but it was it was intense for me, and I felt like it's uh you know it was uh it was something that was really fun. And the gym to me is not usually fun, so I really love the format of how they do it in yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty cool in there. 
And it's fun colors too, and the colors light all up. <laughs> oh yeah, they change. I forgot about that. They do. So they, they change to count you down and everything. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yep. But so we we touched a little bit on. Um, uh, I think we were talking about ladies. It's important to you know do some muscle building as well. No, you're not going to turn into the Hulk. A lot of us ladies think we're going to get like these very manly muscles, like accidentally we, yeah, become a bodybuilder. It's not how it works. Right. It really isn't how it works. And resistance training is so important for women. We touched on it a little bit, but I just wanted to you know share a few little more tidbits, and we'll we'll include a link to a great article that you can look at too, so that you can do all the extra reading at home. Nice. But um, one thing that's really cool about actually lifting weights or doing some resistance training, which is pretty much the same thing, right? um, is that it helps you burn more calories. And a lot of people don't think that. They think cardio, cardio, cardio. But lifting weights actually helps to increase your resting metabolism. So you, as you're at rest, you're going to burn more calories because muscle burns more energy. Yeah. So it's, it's weird to me. It's almost like you're fine tuning your body to where it just runs at a higher RPM when you're resting. Yeah, it does. And it, and it burns about 7% more calories. So isn't that crazy? It really is. When we are building muscle, it's helping us to minimize our muscle loss. Yeah. Women, we start losing that, especially after around the age 30, it starts really kind of starting to degrade decrease. So we have to work on that. Yep. And as opposed to getting all bulky, like you think you're going to get, it helps to do those things that most women want, like tone, strengthen, and actually increases your endurance rather than increasing the size or the bulk that you're going to have. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. We don't have a lot of testosterone in our body. We right. have some, but not yeah. enough to get those big bulky muscles. So, sure. Yeah. And I love that it just helps to preserve our muscle mass since this diminishes as we age. I mean, you know, I'm 44. The muscle started deteriorating. So yeah. you got to It's gotta like you're something. fighting against yeah, nature. Yeah. You are. You know, it is part of nature. It's part of growing older. Yep. Um, something else that is really important, we talked about this a little bit, is resistance training is important for our bones. Yeah. For making them stronger. And so doing this will help us to slow our bone deterioration, and it can also help reduce the chance of developing, and it even slows the effects of osteoporosis. Which is the, the what is That's, osteoporosis? Osteoporosis is like when you start getting the curvature of the spine, when you see people that are all hunched over. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why, is that why when you get older, you start technically getting shorter? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is osteoporosis also the weakening of the bone structure itself? Because you know how, like, when you're yeah, think really of the old, word like, poor, like porous. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that so. is that why when you're older, it's like easy to fall and break your hip or mm-hmm. something. Oh, yeah. wow. So if you look at a bone, and then if you get a picture of somebody that has osteoporosis, the inside it almost looks like there's little uh, spaces in there. Like it's hollow like in there almost. Ho- yeah. Hollow in some spots. So that's how wow. you become more brittle. Mm-hmm. So all of this resistance training yeah. helps against those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. And so important, you know, it helps protect our joints from injury, improves our balance, improves our coordination. And we talked about spine health during the interview as well. Yeah. You know, keeping that core strong, that's muscle, right? Helps keep the, um, the spine healthy as well. So 
It's important. Lifting weights is important. No doubt. Well, speaking of which, muscle strength decreases slowly as we age, and the loss of strength really accelerates when you hit your 60s. Mm -hmm. So as you're getting towards those ages, you got to remember that if you just keep doing what you're doing, even if you're somewhat active and you're you're going to see a decrease if you don't up it as you go because you have to fight against that natural decrease of strength and That's right. um I, you know I admittedly am bad about not really doing resistance work because I just I personally never really liked it mm-hmm. but without it you will become weaker and weaker and be a frail little old person which I you know I really don't want to be so that's something I'm going to have to start focusing more yeah. on too is doing some level of resistance training or exercise uh, push-ups was part of what, what I yeah. was talking about to build like arm strength. And yeah. And if you ever go to like retirement communities or um, like assisted living where people can still live on their own, but you know, they have somebody, they have people there to kind of check on them and stuff. Sure. You're going to see a lot of um, like pool exercises. You're going to yeah. see them helping those who are up there in age to build muscles so that when they are in their apartment or living space on their own, if they fall, they can get themselves back up. Right back up. And really the, the, the smart move, that's definitely a smart move. Mm -hmm. I feel like the really smart move is when you're younger, 30, 40, even 50, start doing it because then you've got the jump on it by the time you get older. And you've created a habit, right? Because it's a little harder to start stuff when you're a little older, even though um, Nicole had a great story about um, one of her members that were in their 60s and is building and up this it. great strength right. in there. So that is awesome. I, I love that. I, I'm just saying that really, um, you know, when you're maybe in your 40s or yeah. 50s, if you weren't doing it yet, that's optimal time, time to, to get start. ahead of it. That's and right. Studies have shown that just 20 to 30 minutes of resistance training two to three times a week can have a positive effect on risk factors like cardiovascular disorder, cancer diabetes, and you have it, osteoporosis. Yeah. And I think I can handle 20, 30 minutes of resistance training a couple yeah. times a week. So something really cool about our body, when we exercise, which is either cardio or you know resistance training, weight, lifting weights, our bodies create NO, which is nitrous oxide. Right. And what this does is it kind of almost like releases little medicines inside of our, our, our vessel lining, may I say, our cells. And it almost releases like little medicine cabinet, like, like, hey, we need this medicine to lower our cholesterol. We need to open up this medicine to decrease our blood pressure. Wow. So it's pretty cool. It's like we have this own little medicine chest inside the lining of our arteries, right? Well, it makes sense to me because our bodies are, that was so different than the way society is now. And I am very guilty of it, but our bodies are not designed to be as sedentary as we are. Sure. Our bodies are designed to move. Yeah. Biomechanical, so, baby. <laughs> right. So that, that sort of resistance training I was talking about, doing just that 20 to 30 minutes, two to three times per week can help treat loss of muscle tissue. Because mm-hmm. as you get older, you're going to have that loss of muscle tissue, as you were talking about. But it also helps to improve your posture overall. Yeah. So it's incredibly important to do. And uh, it, just reading about this has me thinking... It's time to start doing some level of it with those push-ups. So this is the week that I start the push-ups. So it's funny that you mentioned that. I hope I don't start with the (laughs) push-up. It don't matter, right? (laughs) We already talked about that. Don't matter. Right. Don't matter how many as long as we're going there and doing something. Right. Um, It's funny that you mentioned push-ups because that's actually resistance training. I know. And so so our squats, 
just walking is a weight-bearing exercise. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. So well, just for, those simple things. Yeah, for me, the with I have lower back damage. You know, I've got a couple of herniated discs and a uh, bulging disc and a tear. Two and, tears. That was it. Yeah, it's two mm-hmm. tears. And um, like a chew. You saw the X-rays, <laughs> the MRI. <laughs> but um, to me, like push-ups are a safe one because mm-hmm. I'm not using my lower back, and I'll work my way into what else I can do, but I know I can start that at home without ending up in trouble. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And there's also other things too, to make it easier for people who maybe can't grip weights. There's like the resistance bands oh, yeah. that are, you know, really easy. Um, they're, they're a little, um, softer for the joints too, right. you know, a little better for the joints. Cause there's a more, it's more of a smooth process. There's also medicine balls. And now they make so many of the machines are just like resistance Machines, right? Like the weight so they machines, have, yeah. yeah, it's just like a little handle that you pull on and you set it to your resistance. So they really make it easy for you to get this strength training in. Yeah. Like and, you at know, the gym and stuff, yeah. And and at the gym, anybody will help you on any of those machines to teach you how to use it properly. You just gotta wave somebody down. Right. Of course. So this is so important for all of our health. We've you know, we've got to kind of reassess sometimes and sure. say, Okay, where can I improve? Do I want to live a long, healthy life where I kind of can take care of myself for the, you know, majority of things? Yeah. Because none of us want anybody taking care of us like that. Right. Of course. <laughs> I can't even handle when you take care of me to tell me to sit down all day, I you know? know? I'm the same way. And in the spirit of the uh, 2020 goals that we've been talking about for the past couple of shows and the theme of January, we asked our listeners, you guys out there, what some of your goals were for 2020. We picked out a couple or a few that we really liked. So I wanted to read a couple of those on the air here. One of them was from Sophie Posey. And she said her uh, some of her goals for 2020 is to be more on time to things, <laughs> to publish one epic fantasy novel, to finalize a literary drama novel, both for young adults, to release a jazz single, and to work on obtaining her professional teaching certificate. So those are some great goals, and that is going to require some real hard work and determination. My favorite part is where she said, then somewhere she's going to relax. Somewhere in there, there. yeah. (laughs) She did say that too. But so, Sophie, thank you for your comments and telling us what your goals are, and we hope you accomplish those goals. I'm sure you will. Yes, and I love um, Marcy Bodiford's. Hers is to balance work and life. So I love that. And she also has a podcast. So she says she wants to be consistent and grow her podcast, including better show notes and managing her social media. And she has a really big goal of buying a house. Those are great goals also. Yes. (laughs) I think her podcast is Chasing Sunrise, but she's been working on trying trying to, you know, uh, increase the quality of the podcast, increase the guests of the podcast, all the things that we all try to do when we're doing our podcast here. So great to hear that too. There was another one from Mindy Priest who said that one of her goals is to work on showing people that she cares more about them. That's amazing. That is a great yeah, goal. I love that one. And then Christy Roberts Dutton, who's been on the show before. She has. She's going to... Um, she wants to grow her team with Park Lane Jewelry. That's a good That's a good so goal. That, these are all great goals. So we know you guys are going to achieve all them goals. Please share them at the end of the year. Tell us how Tell us it how went. You did. It'd yeah. be and, awesome, and right? We're still in January. So if you have, if you've, uh, you know, some of you out there haven't shared that with us, let us know what your goals are. Yeah. You can always email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. That's F-I-N-E-D-A-N-J-E-E.com. You can also call us. 
leave us a voicemail. Tell us what your goals are or anything else you want to tell us uh, about the show or uh, if you have a person that you'd like to suggest as a guest. If you'd like to be a guest, that's 407-519-0515. Or social media. You can always get a hold of us on social media. Fine and Danji. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. And then... Twitter, believe it or not. Twitter as well. I'm still learning Twitter. Me too. On YouTube also. Oh, yes. Our our YouTube channel. Yes, definitely. we're, We're out there as well. And that wraps the show for today, guys. So thank you for listening as always. At the end of the day, it's all fine and dandy. Testosterone in our body. Testosterone. Testosterone in our body. So...